um, continue on um, talking on faith again tonight. And um, I have the, the message up here that I'm going to be sharing tonight. I'm going to be talking on substance and evidence. And um, praise God. We'll get, to, we'll get to that there in a, in, a, in a moment. So we will. But you know, let, let me just start by just asking you this here. What, what is reality to you? And that's really what I'm going to be looking at tonight. Because really, it's really what it comes down to. If you want to walk by faith... You need to know where you, where you, where you um, take your reality from. You know, the Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. Well, you know, if, if all we do is look around us and that's our reality, then we're not walking by faith. So if all your reality is is what you can see and what your senses can contact, this physical world, if that's your reality... Well, then you're not walking by faith. Yes, it's real. The world we live in, it's a real world. But I'm going to get down to the night for a while and show a few things. And it'll, I believe it'll help us in our faith walk. But do you know what? If, if this is the only reality that we have, it's going to, it's going to hinder us if we're going to walk by faith. Because we're to walk by faith and not by sight. So there is a different way for us to walk. There's a different reality out there. And that's where we're to, that's where we're really to, to draw really the bulk of our reality. This is real what we see. But it's not the real real. Okay? But it is real. We can see it, we can contact it, we can touch it, we can do all of those kind of things. But I'll get down to it tonight. But faith gives you access to a different arena. It gives you access to another arena, which is more real than this arena. And um, so, praise God, we'll look at a few things along that, that line um, this evening. But, um, you know, it's like this here. Like, if I was to say to you, do you know, like, like, I'm just going to put out a silly story here. But I believe it'll get the, it'll get the point across, okay? <laughs> but, do you know what, if you, if you were a fish, right? Just imagine a fish, like, living, you know, at the bottom of the ocean. And that's all they know. That's their reality. Their reality is, you know, everything in the water, the sand, everything. That's what they see. All of the creatures that they see underneath the water. You know, and that's their reality. But, you know, you, you know, this be fishy swimming around like, you know, and he's, or you can see yourself, put yourself in the story. But just let's say we fishy swimming around. And, and you know what? He, he, he heard rumors from somebody saying that there's another world. But he just thinks, you know, that there's a few fish over there in town and there are a few fanatics. They talk about somewhere different. But you know what? To, to that, that fish, his reality is what he sees. But you know what? What if one day he got lost and, you know, he's swimming about and the next thing he ends up in a net. And you know what? He's dragged up to, to, to the shore and he starts bobbling up and his eyes start looking up and he starts seeing something completely new that he has never seen before. And you know what? And the next thing he's, 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 he's brought onto the boat and the Dean's dad's caught him on the boat <laughs> and the crew. And you know what? He, he's too small. So he's, you know what? This, you know, Captain Birdseye is picking him up and looking at him and stuff. And you know, he's too small. And so they take that fish and they, they throw the fish back into the sea. And you know what? That fish's whole <coughs> world has changed. Because what he thought was reality is only like one dimension of really what reality is. He's realized that there's more to this than what I have experienced my whole life. And you know what? He, he, even though he, he wasn't aware of that that, that, that reality still was real and still was existent. And you know, as soon as that fish went back in the water, do you know what? That fish became an evangelist. As soon as he went back in the water, and do you know what he did? He went and told all the offish about this world. That is above the water. And you know what? That's really what it's like for us. You know, before you received Jesus, you didn't know about the spirit world per se. You didn't really focus on it. You didn't think much of it. But you know what? The moment you receive Jesus as the Lord and Savior of your life, you're awoken up to a whole new arena. It's not, it's not just a physical anymore. There's, there's something that's more real than that. And, you know, and, and that's what I want to look at for a bit tonight. Because when you talk about a spiritual world, there is a spiritual world. And, it's, and, and let me put it this way. It's more real than the physical world. It's more real. It's a greater reality. And so if you're going to walk by faith, you have to be conscious of that. Um, the spirit world is more real than anything that you can see in this realm. I know this is real. But if this is all you have for your facts, is what you see. Well then, you're going to be hindered because we have access to a greater arena. 
And you know what? This is, this is real, but there's a more real realm. <coughs> Amen? And really what that comes down to is this. You see, if, 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 if your circumstances say one thing and God says something completely different, what one are you going to believe? If, if, all, if all that your basis of faith is, or what you believe is based on what you can see, well then, anybody can tell you anything in the physical and you're going to believe them because that's all the evidence you have. But if you've access to another arena, you have more proof. Amen. And you get a choice of what you're going to believe. Amen. So I'm going to be looking along those lines um, tonight. You know, you know, I was saying the other week, uh, you know, sometimes people say that faith is, <laughs> is like, you know, you take a chair out. I had to take a chair out here and say it takes faith to sit in a chair. It doesn't take faith to sit in a chair. Do you know why? Because you can see it. Okay? You can see it, sure. But imagine if I, if I came up tonight and I went like this here. You know, I, went, I came over and I went like this here. And I came over and I went like that there. And I said, you know, come up, come up and sit in this chair. This invisible chair. And throw your full weight into it. That would be more like faith. Because you're putting faith in something that you can't see. But I'm telling you, it's there. Does that, that make sense? That would be more like faith. Because if, if faith is only what you see, is based on sight, like I, I can look at that chair and I know it's made of steel, like, and I'm only 11 stone. Yeah, right. And, uh, <laughs> but that I could go and jump in that chair and I know it'll take my weight. So I wouldn't really be me putting faith. It's, it's a natural faith. It's, it's natural faith based on a natural appearance, sight, what I've learned, you know, through my lifetime that I know I've sat in lots of chairs and I know that chair will hold me. Okay, so it's not really faith because I know it'll hold me based on the physical arena that I've gathered. But faith is putting trust in something that you can't see, yet you've been told by God that it's there. That's faith. Amen. That's faith. You can't see it. But that doesn't mean it's not real. Amen. Now, here's whenever these kind of things start coming down to um, proof is, or things like that. Maybe, maybe you've heard statements like this. Let me just put it this way. I'm just feeling myself into this this evening. But many have ever heard, you know, you know, statements like, you know, people said, you know what, I have it by faith. And really, you, you, people say, I, ha I have it by faith. And what they're saying is a, a faith statement. And you know what a faith statement is? Like, I have it by faith, but I don't really have it. It's not real. Any of you ever heard people say that? But you know, when you make a faith statement, it's more real. If you understand faith. Faith isn't saying something is so, okay? When it's not really so, in order for it to become so. Let me, let me say it slowly. Faith isn't saying something is so, okay? When it's not really so, in order for it to be so. Does that make, do you understand what I'm saying? Some people said, you know, faith is saying something so when it's not so, so that it'll be so. That's not faith. That's not faith. And I, I'm, I'm not trying to complicate this here, but we will understand this tonight. Faith is saying something is so because it really is so. Okay? It might be so physically. But the physical world is not the only reality. Okay? Faith is saying something is so when it's not so physically at this present moment in time, but it is real spiritually. And when you believe and say and get your heart in line with what God says, it'll become so in the physical. But what I want you to see tonight that the spirit world is real. And everything that God has done for you is real. Faith is not a denial. In other words, that's what I'm saying. Faith, do you ever hear people say, do you know what, just deny. Do you know what, if, if, you know, if you're sick, in the physical arena, if you're sick, you, you know, you're still, you're sick. Okay? But spiritually, the truth is, by the stripes of Jesus, you are healed. That's the truth. So it's a greater reality. And what, you know, it's like you can be broke. But the truth is, the real truth, the real, real, real truth is you're blessed. With every spiritual blessing. That's, see, it depends where you take your reality from. See, I can know that maybe, I'd, I'd, you know, I've been sick in my life. At that present moment in time, I'm sick, okay? Physically, I'm sick. But that's not all the facts. Does that make sense? There's a greater reality that I can put faith in. 
And that's why, even if I'm sick, I'll still say, by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. I'm not telling lies. I'm just putting faith in a greater reality. Amen? Amen? Does that make sense? I'll show a few of these things this evening. Because many times we live by sight instead of living by faith. But if all you do is live by what you can gather from your senses, that is not walking by faith. Let me, let me put it this way as well. God showed me this here years and years and years ago. Give me this example. Um, do you know, we have our five senses that allow us to contact this physical world. Okay? Now, can you imagine if you hadn't any senses? None. None working. You know, like some people mightn't have their hearing and they mightn't have their sight. But the rest of their senses are still working so they can still contact. It might be limited. But they can still contact this world. Do you know what? In order to contact this physical world, you have to have your senses. Do you know why? Because this is a physical world. Okay? Faith is like your sixth sense. And if you don't have faith, you can't contact the Spirit world. Does that make sense? Amen? Just see, just like you have your senses, if you don't have your senses operating, you can't contact this physical world. You can't relate to it. It's, it may as well not be there to you because, you know, if you didn't have your senses, can you imagine just being trapped in your body and you don't know, you can't relate, you can't contact, you can't do nothing, you're just trapped. You're a prisoner. You don't even know that this realm exists. You don't know nothing about this realm because you can't contact it. Okay? But do you, know what that, do you know when a person doesn't live by faith? That's like not operating on your, all of your senses, so to speak, like your sixth sense. So you're not contacting a different reality, even though that reality is there. It's like the fish living in the water. He's not contacting the outside world because he's not aware of it. But many of you know when you got saved... And you know when you got saved, you became aware of a whole new arena. Yeah? Total new arena, completely. And I'll show, I'm going to show a few of these things um, this evening, just to, just to help us, praise God, understand some of these things. Amen? Um, but, this, but the spirit realm is real. And it is more real than anything that we can imagine. Do you know, you know like, there, there was somebody recently came up to me. In a meeting, it wasn't, it wasn't, too, long, it wasn't too long ago, I can't even remember because I don't really focus on stuff like this. But there was somebody who came up to me in a meeting a while back and said to me, while you were preaching, I could see an angel everywhere you went. It went. Hey, I, I, it was actually the only night that came back to me whenever I was getting ready for this. But you know, I don't even think about stuff like that. Do you know why? Because I don't, I don't base... I don't base my faith on whether an angel's here or not, but I don't need to see it, because I believe there is angels. I believe this room's crowded tonight. Amen. <laughs> I believe there's angels around us all the time. You know, I, I don't need to see an angel walking beside me to know that there's an angel walking beside me. But somebody came up in a meeting or a while back and said to me, while you were preaching this morning, I could see something moving with you while you were preaching. I don't doubt that in the slightest. But I don't put faith in that stuff in the sense of that's where I live. I don't put faith in it that I need to see it. Do you know what I mean? I need to see it to know that it's real. I have the Word of God that lets me know about that. Do you understand what I'm saying? I know there's angels with me. I know I believe all of that, but I don't need to see it. That's what I'm saying for me to believe that. I believe it because God's Word says it. Amen. I believe it. I believe in a supernatural world. I believe that there's a world out there that's more real. There's a world that's parallel to what the world that we live in. Um, I, I remember there was several years ago, um, I, I, I was going to a meeting. I was going to a meeting the next day, and it was a big meeting. And it was something that was happening at the time. And, and um, I, went into the, I went into the living room, Don and all was in bed. And I went into the living room, and... Again, I don't focus on stuff like this here much, or I don't even really talk about it much. I've only said this a few times in all of the years that, that I've preached. But I went into the room, into the living room, and I'm telling you what, there was, a, there was a principality in that room. And I know there was. And I, I, I didn't see anything, but I knew. I mean, there was thick, a thick presence in that room, not a good presence. And I, I could feel, you know, it was like intimidation. For what we're about to do the next day. 
And uh, do you remember that, Anna, me telling you about that? I just, but I knew, I knew it was, it was, it was there and it was intimidating. Yeah. And, um, but I went and stood in the middle of the room that night and I just stood there like as if, I'm not moving, I don't care how dark this seems. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. And I just stood there in that room and praised God and magnified God until that left. But it was just intimidation. Now, that's the only, I don't remember that happening since. But I know, we live in, there's another world there. That's what I'm saying, I'm just, I'm just trying to put out these points tonight. And I don't focus on these things much. And I don't, I don't, as in, like, you know, that I'm not, I base my faith on what God says. I'm trying to say, not feelings. I know it's there, but I don't, I don't need to see it to believe it. I believe it whether I see it or not. Okay? But I can remember standing in that room that night, and it was just like, it was just like a, a showdown. I, I know, yeah, you know, and on the, I felt like, boy, I, I, need to, I need to be around somebody else here for a minute. You know, I need to get company. I'm standing here, it was like, you know what I mean? You feel like darkness all around you, but I just stood there and I just praised God. And I stood there, it was like a showdown until that left. And it was just like, praise God, amen. And I went and jumped into bed and just went to sleep after it. But you know what that is? That's the presence of something that was in the room. Amen. Because we live, in a, we live parallel with a spirit world. And there's times when you go to do something that, you know, the enemy doesn't like it. And he may try and put the pressure on you to get you to stop. But you don't need to stop. Just know who you are in Christ. But what I'm saying is there's a reality of a spirit world out there. Um, we had a meeting um, a few, few years ago in Lisbon one night. And there was hardly anybody. I think it was the lowest attended service that we had there. There was basically us, a few of us. And I, I just, you know, you know when there's a, a presence of God in, in the room and you don't know what to do with it? Do you, do you ever be, like, do you, like in a meeting, sometimes when you're leading it and the presence of God hits you, you're like, God, what do I do? Like, what, do I, what are you doing? Sometimes it's just nothing, don't do anything. Just praise me. But that night, Don will tell you, Every time I went to, to or at the end of the we we didn't worship and you know what there was just the presence of God in the place and I, I I didn't know what to do so I just started preaching for a bit and only preached for a bit and then I stopped and every time we went to talk everyone that was in the room it just burst into tears what was it there was just a presence thick presence of God manifest presence of God in our room now God's with us all the time but I mean there was a manifest presence of God in that room I mean it was. It was something else, to tell you the truth. It was like as if you you'd have just felt like you could take a knife out and just cut, you know, like something was so thick in the room you could just cut down it. And again, I've only had a few really experiences like that. The rest of the time you're just putting faith in, knowing that that's there, knowing that God's with you, knowing that God will never... I don't need to have a feeling to believe it, that's what I'm saying. I have the Word of God that lets me know. Whether you feel it or not, God never leaves you nor forsakes you. In actual fact, it takes more faith to believe that God's with you when you don't feel a thing. Because He said it. Amen? Because he said it, because I've only had a few times like that, so what, whenever you don't have those feelings, does that mean God's not with you? No, it's just you need to just know that he's with you, not feel that he's with you, know that he's with you. Um, we were in a meeting, um, whenever we um, were in Grace, we took the youth to, um, to Scotland years ago, and... Um, Myself and, uh, and Pastor Sam, we drove a bus over and we, we took, the, took everybody over, all of the youth over. And um, we stayed and, and it was Barry and Annette's um, father's place over in Scotland. It was a big castle and they had it for a ministry. And we stayed there and um, we went down one night and we just, there was another group came in from somewhere, I don't know, it was Hungary or somewhere, some group came in and we ended up having a worship night, just having a worship, it wasn't planned, nothing planned, just took out guitars and stuff and just started singing. Uh, I'm telling you, the presence, what was it like, Donna? Uh, I mean, but you know, do you know what the reality of it is? There was people sat there and they didn't tune into it. But you see the ones that did tune into it? I tell you, that was one of the greatest times. A few people unrehearsed. I, more mistakes than you can imagine in praise and worship, or you'd have thought I was leading it. <laughs> and then, um, you know, it was just, but you know, the presence of God in that room that night was just absolutely amazing. You, you didn't want to leave it. You didn't want to leave it. 
That was like Lisburn Nun Night. That's the only other time that I can really remember it being like that. I've had other great experiences. Wonderful times in church. Awesome praise and worship. Brilliant. Oh, great times over the years. Great times at conferences and different things. Absolutely amazing. But I mean, it was just like the weight of God's presence just filled that room. And you didn't know what to do apart from just praising. But you know what? I know that's there all the time. Whether I feel like it or not. Amen? But you know what faith is? Faith is aware of that. Faith is knowing that that realm is there all the time. Amen? It's being aware of that realm. Praise God. Amen. Amen. God is great. Amen. Oh, we love you, Lord. Praise God. Let me, let me just show you this here for a second, this um, portion of Scripture here. Over here in 2 Kings chapter 6, you know, the story here, you have... The king of Syria, he's trying to come against the king of Israel, trying to come against Israel at the time. And what's happening is, you know, he's setting, he's setting plans trying to, to catch out Israel, you know, to destroy them, basically come against them. And twice he came, came against Israel. But you know what? Elisha was getting information from another source. And God was letting Elisha know that the, the king of Syria's battle plans... That he was having in his bedchamber, so to speak, in his secret place where nobody knew. He was having plans of what he was going to do. But God was letting Elisha know. Okay? And then Elisha would go and let the king of Israel know. And so the ambushment wouldn't happen. You know, it wouldn't, wouldn't be able to come to pass. But look, look what it says here. It says in verse um, 11, it says, Therefore the king of Syria was sore troubled. For this thing, and he called his servants and said unto him, Will you not show me which is for the king of Israel? In other words, there's a traitor in the camp. Who's taking our secrets? Can you imagine how livid he was? He was absolutely fuming. Who's taking our secrets in here? Which one uses a super grass? Okay. Which one uses a tout? Which one uses taking the plans that we're planning? There's some of you guys that I have in my, my inner circle and you are taking my plans and you're taking them over to the enemy. Who is it? That's what he said, right? And then it says, And one of the servants said, None, my lord, O king, but Elisha, the prophet that is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedchamber. And he said, Go and spy where he is, that we may send and fetch him. And, uh, you know, even thinking, you know what, I'm going to spy on him. Like, God's telling him everything, and he's thinking he's going to, you know what I mean? <laughs> and it says here, um, and it was told him, saying, Behold, um, Elisha, he's in Dothan. Therefore send you thither horses and chariots, and look at this, and a great host. So he, he sent over, he didn't send over just a couple. I mean, he sent over a whole host. I mean, I don't know how many went, how many soldiers went, chariots. I mean, they went to get this man. This man was a huge threat. One man. And boy, they, they sent and circled the city. And it says here, and they came by night. Look at this, and passed the city. So they came at night, tried to catch him off guard, came at night, circled the place, sitting ready for the morning. And it says, and when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, a, a host and, uh, and come past the city, both of horses and chariots, and the servant said unto him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? In other words, this, was, this is Elisha's servant turning around saying, What are we going to do? We're surrounded here. We're caught out. I mean, he is full of fear. But look at the statement here. It says, And he answered and said, Fear not, amen, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. Now, is that a true statement? Yes. Yes, it's a, it's a true statement, right? We know it's true. But put yourself in the, cir the circumstance of the, the servant, right? When the servant went out, what did he see? He's seen their armies. He's seen their soldiers. That's all he's seen, okay? And then you have Elisha turning around and saying, Oh, panic! Don't worry, everything's all right. There's more with us than there is with them. Now, let me say this here. People who don't understand faith would turn around and say, Elisha lied. 
Because how was there more with them? There's only two of them. <laughs> there's you and there's me. How is there more with us than there is with them? I'm looking, I can see a whole host against me. I can see armies against me. We're outnumbered. Was that true? Physically it was true. But if all you take is your facts from the physical arena, that's all the truth you have. For the servant looking out, based on his, like the fish in the sea, based on his reality, what was reality to him? Was he saying there's two of us and we're outnumbered? There's more with them than there is with us. But Elisha seen things by faith. He didn't see things that there's more with them than there is with us. He says there's more with us than there is with them. And do you know what? I don't care why you can say it or not. What does God say about you? It's what does God say about you? And you know, it's like, I'll, I'll read this other verse in a second, but it's like you have two parallel worlds that run side by side, just like in the natural. You have, you have the, 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 the water arena underwater, and then you have above the water. Those two worlds are exist, existent exactly at the same time. Okay? Exactly at the same time. You know, one world you have to live in the water to exist. There's another world that's completely different than that. You don't have to live in the water to exist. And you know what, when you're living in this world, there is a parallel world that is running side by side. This world that we're living in. While we're living, there's another existence that's out there. Whether people believe it or not, there's heaven and hell. Whether people believe it or not, there's angels and demons. I don't focus on all of them. My focus is Jesus. I don't focus because sometimes people can focus on demons and they become demon conscious. I'm aware of them, but I'm not living focused on demons. I'm aware of them, but I live focused on Jesus. He's my focus. And that stops you from living in fear or becoming more conscious of those and getting sidetracked from Jesus. But you need to know that that world is real. It's as real. In actual fact, it's more real than this world. And if you're going to be a person of faith, you have to live that way. Because when God says something, and it might seem like it is not true, but it is true, it's spiritual truth. That makes sense? It's spiritual truth. Just like even in this physical arena. And many know even in the physical arena, there's things that you can't see, but they're real. And just because you can't see them doesn't mean to say they're not real. You know, we live in an age where we're all on, on smartphones. But you know that there's a signal. I don't know where it comes from. There's no lead. There's no lead. But we can go and we can access any part of the planet on a phone. Because we've got, we've got, you know, we've got phone, or, or, um, what do you call that there? We've got signals and we've got satellites and we've got airwaves and we've got all of that kind of stuff. We can contact on our phone. We can contact Google. Boy, so uh, uh, what would we do with Google? I need Google for everything. Google even spells for me because I'm not great at spelling. <laughs> it's great. But you know what? You can have uh, Google. I can find out anything in a moment. Me and Donna sits and watch, if we're watching a film. I'm on Google looking who's in the film, when was it made, who, what our films were the people in. And you can get that information like that. And where's it coming from? Well, I can't see where the information comes, but it comes from somewhere down. I don't understand it. But you know what? It's there and it's real. And just because you can't see it doesn't mean to say that it's not real. Well, just because you can't see heaven and all of those things and see your answers and see the promises of God and see what Jesus has done for you and see that you're blessed and see that you're healed and see that you're favored, just because you can't see that doesn't mean to say that it's not real. Amen? What's real? That's what I'm saying. What reality do you base your life on? And look and then what the prophet said to Elijah. It says here, and, or sorry, Elisha, he prayed. Look at this here. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may what? See. Well, how many of you know his eyes were open? His physical eyes were open. He's, he's looking, going, whoa! <laughs> Fear just hit him like a ton of bricks. He got out probably walking out to stretch and oh, and looking out in the next day. And he knows this is for us. But you know what the reality of it was? There was more with them 
than there was with the, the enemy. And it says, And the Lord opened his eyes and the, uh, of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountains was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. And I want you to know that whether you know it or not, you're surrounded. Amen. God looks after you. God's taken care of you. Amen. The spiritual world is absolutely, it's 100% real. In actual fact, it's more real than anything that you can see. Amen. Now, I'm saying that there to come over to here in Hebrews chapter 11. In Hebrews chapter 11, it says over here, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Amen. It's the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtain a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. In other words, the things that are seen were made from things that we can't see. Okay? The things that we can see, everything that we can see, was made from things that we can't see. Okay? And it says, no, there now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Let me just read this in the Amplified. I, like it. I love the, the way it's worded in the Amplified here. It says, now faith is, this, is the assurance, the title deed, the confirmation of things hoped for. And it says, and the evidence of things not seen, the conviction of their reality. Faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced with the physical senses. See, faith, faith will tell you what is real reality. Faith will tell you what's real fact. Even if you can't comprehend it with your physical senses, what, what does faith say? Okay? So for by faith, this kind of faith, the men of old gain divine approval. By faith, that is, with an inherent trust, and enduring confidence in the power, wisdom of, uh, and, and goodness of God. We understand that the worlds, the universe, the ages were framed and created, formed, put in order, equipped for their intended purpose by the word of God. So that what is seen was not made out of things which are invisible. Amen. He says here, faith is substance. Do you know what substance is? Substance is something that's real. And you know the meaning of it? It means it's a material object, something real, not imaginary, something solid, tangible, whether physical or spiritual. Do you know everything in this room? This is substance. Everything that you can touch, wood, all of the things, walls, everything that you can see around you, we know it is anything that's tangible. Anything that you can touch and feel, and that's substance. You make your house out of substance. And we understand that's substance, okay? But that's physical substance. And this is what I'm trying to show tonight. But you know what? Faith is substance as well. And faith is spiritual substance. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. In other words, let me put it this way. Your hope is your dreams, okay? Faith will put substance to it. Faith will bring reality to it. Faith will bring it to pass. Here's what faith does. Faith manifests things. Faith makes things come to pass. Amen? That's what it does. Faith is the substance. One translation says, now faith has given substance to your hope. Okay? So faith is substance. It's not physical substance, but a spiritual substance. You know, everything that you can see was made by faith. The faith of God. Everything. And... You know, I know it's hard sometimes for us to comprehend stuff like this, but you know the reality of it is, before there was anything, do you know, do you know there was still a reality? Yeah? Do you know before there was a world, before there was an earth, before there were stars, before there was a universe, before there was galaxies, before there was space? You know, space is physical. Before there was anything physical, you go right back to the start of that, in the beginning, God said, okay? Do you see before that? There was a world that has been existing forever. Amen. And that's a spirit world. And it's more real. And this is what it's saying here. Everything physical was made from that world. In other words, the spirit world is the parent force. Faith is the parent force of everything that we can see. And everything physical will respond to faith because it was made by faith. Everything. 
Amen. Everything. That's why the Bible tells us to speak and say a thing. Jesus told us to speak to the mountain. Because everything in this world was made by faith. And everything that's been made by faith will respond to faith. Everything. Amen. That's where we're to speak and say what God says. Amen. Praise God. The spirit world is a greater reality and it's made up of greater substance. <coughs> it just look, look at the way that this is made. It's or said here. It says faith is a substance of what? Things. Faith is a substance of things. Amen. Faith is a substance of things. And I want, you, I want to show you here for a moment. There's things, there's things that you can see and there's things that you can't see. But there's still things. Okay. Look at here. Now onto the king eternal. Uh, immortal. What does it say? Invisible. Do you know invisible just means it's, it's, it's beyond the sight of your naked eye. You can't see it. But does it exist? Does God exist? Yeah. It's invisible. But just because you can't see it doesn't mean to say it's not real. But do you know invisible just means out of sight. That's all it means. Out of sight. But it doesn't mean to say it's not real. It's still real. Amen. It's unseen to the natural eyes, but it's still real. Still real. There's things that we can't see. And you read the Word of God. If I was to spend time and look at the spirit world itself, it'd take time to do it, but I'm not, I'm not going to do it. But you know what? There's, there's, there's demons, and there's, there's angels, and there's all different types of angels. Seraphim and cherubim, and you know, all different types of angels. There's four living creatures around the throne. That they cry night and day, holy, holy, holy. That's real. That's happening right now. Right now. Amen. There's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. We can't see them, but they're real. There's powers, there's spiritual laws that work all the time, just like there's physical laws. You know, the law of gravity and the law of um, aerodynamics and all of those kind of things. They're working the law of electricity. There's thousands of physical laws that work every single time. But you know what? There's laws that work in the spirit world. And they're more real. There's the law of faith. Works every single time. Amen? Just like the law of electricity works every single time it's applied. A physical law works every time. Well, let me tell you, the Word of God works every time as well. Amen. We may not work it 100% right because we don't have it all together, but that, that doesn't change anything. Those laws never change. Amen. Does that make sense? Heaven's real. It's amazing to think like right at this present moment in time, there's a reality that's going on. You know, any of our loved ones that have died and know Jesus, they're there. They're there. My grandparents are there right now. Amen. That excites me. Amen. If we had seen it from their point of view, I'm telling you, they're not, they're not depressed at all. They're, they're enjoying the presence of God. That's a reality. We need to live thinking like that, that that is real. That's substance. Amen. That's real substance. That's real fact. That's real reality. Heaven, the Bible lets us know it. Heaven is a city. It's a dwelling place. It's the Father's house. It's a better country. The Bible talks about mansions. It talks about thrones. It talks about books. Being, this is a real place is what I'm trying to say. There's 24 elders around the throne. Amen. There's crowns. Um, there's music. There's praise and worship going on. Praise and worship going on right now in the presence of God. Parallel, when we're here, that's going on there. We can't see it, but it's real. Amen? There's walls around the city. There's 12 gates. And each one of them is made out of one pearl. Each gate is made out of one pearl. That's amazing, isn't it? And then you think of the oyster that made it. Amen? <laughs> and there's 12 foundations of, you know, precious stone. This is a real place. You know, heaven's made with transparent gold. It's made with precious stones. And, and the Bible lets us know that there's no light in heaven, for the Lamb is the light. And you know what, when you see, you know when you put, um, you put light through anything like, you know, diamonds or anything that's precious like that, do you see the colors that come off it? Can you imagine what heaven is going to be like because it's transparent? Can you imagine the colors and the beauty that's going to be, oh, it's going to be amazing. But you know what? That's real. That's happening right now is what I'm trying to say. That's real. 
Amen. And the, the alternative to that is hell's real as well. There's a lot of people today who've went to extremes in grace, where they've went into universalism, and in universalism really is where you say that really the hell's there's nobody going to go to hell really is what it comes down to. You know, Jesus died for all, so all are saved. That's a true verse that's in the scripture, but he died for all, all are saved, the price has been paid, but you still have to receive him. You still have to receive him. And Jesus still has to be received today. The price is paid. Who'd want to go to hell when the price is paid to go to heaven? It'd be like going, you know, nothing compared to it, but it would be like going and sleeping in a tent outside the Hilton when the Hilton has been paid for. You could go and go into it, but you have to still go there. Amen? And heaven has rivers and trees, horses. Jesus coming back on a horse. It's a wonderful place. Amen. There's going to be a marriage supper of the Lamb. It's being prepared. There's going to be food in heaven. Amen. Tea. The best tea ever in the ding. <laughs> Hopper's Costa and Starbucks. No. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that's real. It's a real reality. It's real. Even though it may be invisible, but it's real. Look what it says, In whom we have redemption through his blood. And here in Colossians um, 1 verse 14, Whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Boys, we could live in that, can't we? Amen. Who is the image of what? The invisible God. The firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created. Everything was created by Jesus. Everything. Amen. Everything, absolutely everything. Look what it says here. Whether they be thrones or dominions. Sorry, let me back up there. For, for by him were all things created that are in heaven and are were in earth. And then it explains it a bit more. Visible and invisible. Well, just because it's invisible doesn't mean to say it's not real. Is heaven real? Yeah. Heaven's a real place. Sometimes people think of heaven like in, and you know, spirits and all of that kind of. They think of it like Casper the ghost, you know, <laughs> and they think that heaven's like just clouds. All it is is clouds, and you know, and it was not a real place. Heaven is more real. Do you see us here? That's that's physical substance. But you see in heaven, you see the doors and the thrones and all. It's substance as well, but it's spiritual substance. You know, you don't go to heaven and sit in a chair and fall through it. Because you're in a different place. It's real. It's a real place. But many know Jesus. Do you know, do you know like, whenever the, the, the stone was rolled away, do you know, do you, many know Jesus was already out of the tomb. And they didn't roll the stone away to let Jesus out. He was already out. Then they rolled the stone away to let, let the women in and the disciples when they came. So the stone was, do you know, the angel that rolled the stone away. It wasn't to let Jesus out. Many know Jesus showed up later on and walked through the walls. Yeah? And then he showed up again when Thomas was there and said, you know, um, you know touch me now, Thomas. You know, because you know, Thomas wouldn't believe unless he seen. That's natural faith. But Jesus said, blessed are they that believe and haven't seen. That's faith. Faith is saying, sit in this invisible chair. And you believe that it's there, you know, and not, you understand. But th what I'm saying is there's an invisible world, and just because we can't see it doesn't mean to say that it's not real. I tell you, do you see, whenever we close our eyes and open them up on the other side the day that we die or else Jesus comes to get us, I'm telling you, when we open up our eyes, we'll, we will see reality like we have never seen reality. It'd be, it'd be like watching, you know, like the wee TV. I remember the wee TV that used to be in our house years ago, the wee white thing. And the, you know, the thing, you needed a pair of binoculars to see it. You know what I mean? It's, the picture on it was terrible. But you know, it's like going from that to going to, you know what, Blu-ray or something, you know, high definition now that we have. It'd be like watching that all of these years and then we'll open up our eyes. I'm telling you, we're going to hear music like we have never heard it before. We're going to see things that we have never seen before. It's going to be just amazing. It's going to be amazing. Do you know, every time I've seen that film, um, what do you call a film, all of the blue guys in it? What do you call that there? Avatar. What is it called? Avatar. Avatar. Do you know whenever it came out and you've seen that part where they went in and all the colours and all, that always reminds me, I always think, you know, what's heaven going to be like? What's it going to be like when you actually go there? It's going to be amazing. But what I'm saying is, faith 
Okay, I'm, not gonna, I'm gonna close here now, but you know, faith, we'll look at it next week, faith allows us to contact that world. Just like your physical, just like your physical um, senses allows you to contact this world. Okay? Faith allows you to reach into another reality and lay hold on greater truths. Amen? And that's what faith, that's what faith is. It's, it's like, it's like a, a, a big arm that can reach out and lay hold on what Jesus has provided for us by grace and bring it into this world. That's what faith, that's in its simplicity, that's what faith does. Faith allows us to lay hold on the promises of God. Faith allows us to lay hold on what God says is true. Amen. Just like open up our eyes. That's why you know in Ephesians it says that when we pray, pray that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened. That you get a revelation of who you are in Christ. Don't live out of who you are in the flesh. You see yourself in Christ. Yes, you can look at yourself and you can see, I of my own self can do nothing. That's true. That's physical reality. But you are not just in yourself. You need to also move over to the other side and say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's walking by faith. Amen. That's walking by faith. That's not, I can say, this is, this is, it's a fact. I can say I can't do anything. It's a fact to say that, you know, in the natural world, it's a fact to say in the natural world that, you know what, I may be sick or I might be under the weather or I might be facing things. That's, that's reality in this world, but I don't walk by that. That's not where I put my basis of trust. I can hear all of that and I can see all of that, but I don't, it's not where I choose to trust. That's not where I choose to lock into and say that's what I believe, that's my reality, because I believe in a greater reality. Amen. And that's why it doesn't matter what I face, I'll still say what God says. It doesn't matter what, if I'm broke, I, I won't be sitting there going, I'm broke, I'm broke, I'm broke, I'm broke. Uh, I might be, and I might have to talk about it. Me and Donna might have to sit and talk reality in this world and say this is where we are. But we don't park there. We say, but we're not stuck here. We have a different reality just like Elijah. There's an old world that runs parallel here where I might be broke, but parallel what's running along here is abundance. What's running along here is my provision. What's running along here is my victory. I, I could be down in the dumps. You could be down in the dumps. And you can choose to live out of that reality. Or you can say there's joy that's right beside me. And I can reach over into that joy. And I can lay hold of that. And I can say it doesn't matter what it looks like. I'm full of joy. Is that telling lies to say that? No. It's just a different reality. Amen. It's a different reality. Where do you, that's what I'm saying tonight is, what is your, where, do you, where do you collect? Where do you collect your data of information for what you're going to base your trust on? If all you are is walking by sight, it'll just depend how things are going. And you'll gather all that information, and that'll be what you'll base your reality on. Or you can you consider that's real, you know it, you know it's there, as in like, I know it's there. But you can be like Abraham and, you know, you can know that you're dead in your body, but, you know, not consider all of that. You can know it. It's not that you live with your head in the sand, but you're not going to put your faith in that. You're going to be like God and start saying what God says. Abraham didn't have a child, didn't have anything. But what did God call him? A father of many nations. Abraham could have went around and says, I'm not saying that, that's lies. Or else he could have said, well, God, if you said it, obviously... I don't, I don't understand all of this, but if you said I'm a father of many nations, I'm going to say I'm a father of many nations as well. And everybody started to call him a father of many nations, and he's no kids. Amen? But was he a father of many nations? Amen. Praise God. <laughs> See, it's, what does God say is reality? Invisible and invisible. Okay, here's the last verse. Look at this. While we look not at the what? Yeah, while we look not at the things that are seen, but at the what? Things that are, so there's things that are not seen. There are things that are not seen, but are there still things? Yeah. If you're going to walk by faith... You don't base all of your facts on what you see. You base all of your facts on what the Word says. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. That's where you collect your data. If you're going to walk by faith, that book opens up a whole different realm to us and lets us see by faith 
a realm that we can't see with our physical eyes. We can't see it. Do you know everything that we've learned about heaven has came out of the Bible? And none of us have went there. But that book has opened up to us a whole different realm. A whole different reality. That's why I, I refuse to say, do you know, like, it's like, I use no, I face things in my physical body. I've had parts removed out of my body and everything, but I still say what God says. Do you know why? Because that's a greater reality. And that's where my answer is. And that's where your answer is. And what God says. I'm going to trust what God says. I'm going to be like Elisha and say, I'm well. I'm healed. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. My God supplies all of my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. God restores health unto me. Amen. God restores the years that the locusts have eaten. I'm going to say what God says. I'm going to declare over my life. It might not look to me like all of my sins are forgiven, but all my sins are forgiven because the word says it. Amen. I know it. I'm righteous. You're righteous. We're justified. Amen? Praise God. Amen? You're more than a conqueror. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. You have world overcoming faith on the inside of you. World overcoming. No matter what coming against you, you have a substance that's greater than what's coming against you. Amen? It's more real. It's more, it's more real. It's more real than anything that you face. Amen? World overcoming faith. You say, I don't have world overcoming faith. Well, I'm going to say, for me, <laughs> I'm going to keep saying what God says. I have world overcoming faith. Jesus didn't give me something that was broke. Amen? He gave me something that works. And I'm going to say what he says. Amen? And that's my, that's my substance that I live by. And that's my evidence. That's all the faith is all the proof you need.